then whatever you do, don't let it fall into the wrong hands. My apologies, Supervisor Jasmine. We've experienced more arcane static during one of our captures. The group that M interfered with. We weren't able to record the beginning of our most recent surveillance session. But I was watching the whole time, and you mentioned to me recently you've been having trouble getting your daughter to sleep. So I'll recount the missing details from the capture in the form of a bedtime story. Once upon a time, a group of adventurers returned home after a tussle with some local bugbears. Feeling pleased with themselves, they passed some time at a nearby tavern. But they quickly overstayed their welcome and found themselves ousted from the establishment. As they were considering their next move, a distant shape caught their eye. The shape appeared to be approaching the outskirts of town. Naturally, they investigated, discovering it to be a large black rock being transported by two lemures and a winged devil. They fought with the unexpected entourage, and one of them even tried to communicate with the winged creature. But the battle raged on, despite diplomatic efforts. Eventually, our heroes vanquished the unlikely band of devils, but not before the winged creature pushed the black stone off their wagon. With an almighty thud, the rock seemed to embed itself in the ground. After much examination, the group concluded that the rock was desecrating the earth around it. The only other feature of note was a symbol seemingly carved into its stone exterior. It resembled a quill embedded in a sheaf of parchment. Unable to devise a method of transporting the monolith, they returned to town with a troubled cloud looming over them. As they approached the town's outskirts, they heard the bell tower's familiar sound. Had the townsfolk seen their mighty battle? But the outer ring of Orpheo was thrumming with activity for a different reason. The town's men had been repeatedly kidnapped while the adventurers had been away, and another local had just been taken. Our heroes sprung into action investigating the most promising lead, an eyewitness to a recent snatching. Their interviews and some finely honed tracking skills led them into the noxious thicket, a forest north of town and home to Abe, one of the adventurers. After a day's travel through the noxious thicket, they came upon a sprawling war camp filled with goblins and goblin kin. Waiting until nightfall, they used the cover of darkness to infiltrate the compound and rescue a number of the town's missing menfolk, but not without a number of relatively quiet scuffles along the way. One of the adventurers, Zenerai, a tiefling, investigated the central command tent, but revealed no details of his encounter to his friends. As our heroes were closing in on the final hostage, a cart raced past them with the final hostage bound inside. The adventurers gave chase, but the two-horse wagon was too swift and they resorted to tracking them instead. The wagon's tracks seemed to stop at a sheer escarpment, but some quick thinking revealed the cliff face to be an illusion and the group plunged into the cave network beyond. After arming the recently rescued townsfolk, they ventured deep underground, as quietly as possible. But Monty, a furbolg, soon tripped on some loose rocks this brought an orc ambush down upon them. Again, our heroes proved their mettle in combat, quickly dispatching their attackers and advancing into the heart of the orc stronghold. Abe summoned a warhorse steed in preparation for further trouble. As they explored the stronghold, an eerie sound greeted them, 
a distant orcish chanting. Joza, the ranger of the group, quickly translated the rhythmic cries, and it did not bode well for the missing hostage. Charging further into the orcs' underground sanctum, they discovered a ritual taking place. Two orc priests were conducting some kind of blood magic, with two hostages tied on the ground as their source. Our heroes rained hell upon the orcish priests, interrupting their ritual and confiscating their long-bladed tool. Abe examined the blood-stained blade and found the same quill and parchment symbol they'd seen on the black rock outside of town. While the group was distracted with their imminent victory and the newly acquired blade, one of the priests escaped further into the cave system. The adventurers freed and interviewed the hostages, discovering that Monty and one of the rescued townsfolk, Graham, worshipped the same god of agriculture and nature. Although Monty seemed hesitant to befriend one of his own, Graham's spirits were buoyed by the exchange. The group resumed their pursuit of the escaped priest, soon stumbling into the orc chief's sanctuary. Joza quickly translated the orc chief's bellowing, discovering the ritual they'd interrupted was one the orcs were willing to die to protect. A mighty battle ensued. Abe's warhorse acquitted itself well as did Monty, as he discovered other combatants lurking out of view. Even Graham took to the front lines bravely, but he was in over his head, and an orc priest stabbed him unexpectedly with a spear. As the light left Graham's eyes, a change started to take place. His body was transforming, darkening. Soon another black stone stood before them in place of Graham, with the same quill and parchment symbol on its side. Okay, so you guys see the map before you. Where do you want to move your icons? What do you want to do? Oh, battle roll out to about here. Do like a little perception check. Uh, go for it. Roll perception. Oh, my finest work. <laughs> um, okay. With 13, you notice that this area down here smells really bad, like rotting meat. This area down here is kind of lower elevation, so you don't see much. And there seems to be like steps to a higher elevation over here. Okay, but I don't see anyone. Uh, you don't see any people at this point, no. Mm. I kind of uh, look back at the other guys and usher them forward. Okay, let's go then. This looks pretty bait. Right. Mm. Uh, from that angle, a... you see further down the passageway in that direction. Should we go to the rotting meat place? Sounds uh, fun. <clears throat> yeah, about that. About that. Let's go check it out. Okay. As you approach the pit, you notice that it's filled almost to the brim with discarded pieces of animal flesh and organs that seems to be congealing in some sort of like feeding trough, but you don't know what it is feeding. It's mm. packed up. Right. Can I? Can we see what's like here? Is that uh, like a carry south or? Yeah, I think it, it down there is just the rock wall. Okay. Yeah, okay. Cool. Um. All right. Hmm. Fuck that. Then. Where do you guys want to go? Fuck that noise. <laughs> Maybe um, check ourselves a little bit over here. Cover our ass. Cool. Yeah. Battle wall. Battle nice. wall. <laughs> Battle wall. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you stand up to what do you tell me what you're investigating? Just want to see what's over here, really. 
Yeah, see if okay, we can cool. find take that shaman. Okay, so what you see in everybody needs to make a stealth check. Mm -hmm. Oh, good. Okay, so as a group, you guys are... Uh, uh, oh, actually, I suppose the commoner would need to roll, but he gets to roll with advantage because he's invisible. Um, so that's dexterity stealth. Dexterity stealth. Okay. What's your stealth? How have you done that? Twerk? I have no idea. I just the same button I always do. Yeah, I think some people have like a default, which is to roll with advantage, and then you just choose the one that is the most appropriate. Like it's just a default uh, option. Oh, that actually gets like disadvantages because you've got heavy armor on. Because it's, yeah, it's got it's like, oh, no, you're right. Like, you're right. It could be that. The mine is adamantium, so I think it doesn't affect. It doesn't actually give me a disadvantage. Yeah, but that I think that's that's my ruling as opposed to the game's yeah. ruling. Um, I know. I know. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Like, so. Basically, as a group, you manage to stealth up onto this little like alcove that contains these giant bats. Bats like five feet high, hanging upside down, sleeping. Ooh. Shit. Fuck, uh. fuck that. Look <laughs> <Walk> away. <laughs> How about we stealth our way back to the top and see if there's anything there? If I if I creep on over to here, can I see if there's anything like down there? Yeah, you see a tunnel leading to a narrower tunnel. Interesting. Okay. Um, 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 um do we wanna don't know what's in that tunnel? So why don't you go ahead and sort of scout out and we'll all chill out back here? <laughs> Alright. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll try. I'll try. I uh, I look back and use my famed hand signals to indicate that's exactly what I'm going to do. Um, it's wanking. <laughs> yeah, it's loads of like kind of wanking symbols, but in my head, it, it it's really obvious what I'm talking about. Okay, uh, cool. So I, I'm going to stealth over here. Cool. Give me a stealth check. Oh wow! With a twenty, you notice as you come uh, where are you going into the little narrow passage yeah yeah i want to sort of explore like whatever's down here yeah cool what you see is two orc like guards just seemingly standing in this little like antechamber of the of the uh of the cave um okay i'm gonna stealth back <laughs> okay you stealth back and uh, and say like uh should I roll a stealth to get past those bats again? Uh, no, you we're, we're in the same area. Like nothing's changed. Okay. Okay. So um, yeah, I'll, I'll sneak back and just be like, uh, I think it's just a little side room. We can come back to that later. Let's uh, try and find that shaman. Well, should we go up? Sounds then? good. Yeah, let's go up. Should we check around here first at the top of this sort of? Uh, see what we can see down these stairs. Cool. Uh, what you see appears to be like a series of cells, like made from really long animal bones, and they probably used to contain the the prisoner folk that you've just rescued, or perhaps more prisoner folk that were incoming. And you see, you, you sort of hear rather than see the voice beside you. Zenerai says, uh, "Ah, yeah, that's that's where they kept us when they weren't trying to, you know." 
use our blood for some sort of ritual. Hey, what was your name, by the way? We didn't catch it. My name is Kevin. Uh, and what do you mean by blood ritual? Tell me or I will splay you open like the hot dog you are. <laughs> <laughs> he says, uh, He says, well, whatever it was that you just interrupted, I, I, I assume that's what it was. I'm, I'm not really familiar with those things. Where, where are you from, Kevin? Did they take you from a nearby village? Well, I'm, uh, I'm from Orphia. I'm from the Outer Ring. Oh, cool. We're going to get loads of money for handing you in. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, I'm, I'm glad, I guess. Yeah, it's a win-win, really, as far as I see. Um, as you notice that, and as the thought of money crosses your mind, you notice that in this corner is like a small mound of gold and silver and copper coins and weird like knickknacks. Sweet. Yeah, loot that shit, obviously. Right, let's go look at that shiny stuff. All right, so you go over there. Uh, whoever wants to do, like, remember, an investigation check, you can do two or you can do one with advantage. I'll, I'll have a look at this, guys. Oh. Nice, oh. okay. So with a 13, you notice that there are approximately 500 gold pieces in there, as okay. well as 200 silver pieces and about 100 copper pieces. Good damn. Sick. And you also notice a small rock. Take the rock, take the rock. <laughs> <laughs> why, why does this rock look different from the other rock? Why am I drawing this rock? The rock could be worth two or three hundred gold pieces. <laughs> <laughs> because we could destroy the commoner, empty out his skin, and use him as a sack for the pieces. Or I have a bag of holding. Yeah. So, you know, I don't want to shoot down what you said, Zenoi. It's a really good suggestion. But um, so we just load it all up into the bag of holding. Man, man. <laughs> man bag, man bag. <laughs> skin sack, skin sack. <laughs> um, mm. So uh, can we, does someone want to do a little check on that rock? Make sure we're not going to just blow ourselves up with a trap or something. Have a little, a little look at that. Arcana check? Or... Yeah, it'd be Arcana check. Okay, I'll, I'll step back. Okay, with a 15, you are confident that this is a... Dun, 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 a stone of good luck. Ooh. And it is in the compendium, so if I click it, I should be able to share it with you. Surely I'll get an option to like show to play it. Oh, I suppose not. Anyway, basically... With this polished agate on your person, you gain a plus one bonus to all ability checks and saving throws. Uh, well, I'm, I'm very lucky. Wonder man in that case. And as the sort of glimmering, glinting stone like uh, shines and reflects in your eyes and the sad memory of the much darker stone that your newly rescued hostage, Graham, was turned into by shaman blood magic. And these stones seemingly popping up everywhere along your journey, that is where we will end our session. We also saw like the, the, the very human limits of the war horse for the first time. Yeah. And, uh, there's still no sign of the shaman that uh, has escaped yeah. each, each of these encounter rooms so far.
Yeah. Is it the same? It's the same one, isn't it? Who? Because yeah. he was here originally and we killed his mate. I thought, I thought it was different shamans that have been escaping us. No, it's the same guy. Uh, it's oh, the same. Fuck. Yeah. The same one fled this way. What's this well, guy got? Oh. He's got one health as well, as far as I. Every dog, what's what's going on? You know, this is this yeah. is really you know, like there's only thought that might be happening, you know. Yeah, this is uh oh fuck. It's fucking deep, man. Uh, <laughs> man. That's fucking mad. Government. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs>